coins alive, what you gon' do? Man, pool fees are high, high Order no, order no, order no Where does it start? Nobody knows It's a revolution, ayy Bitcoin is the one, no substitution, ayy We should see in your Globy, it's order no revolution Welcome back to Ordinal Revolution. My name is Shizzy. On this channel, we cover the entire Bitcoin Ordinal ecosystem. What's up, guys? We have an amazing show for you guys today, like always. But today's super special because we got Paris. She's back for her second episode. This is a follow-up to Super Julio. So she has so much with what's going on with, with that, man. I am so excited to get into that. So we're going to get right into that episode. Let me bring in my partner, as always, Mr. Agubi. What's up, buddy? What's up? What is going on? on? So we got episode two of Paris, man. We, we've been talking about this for over a week now. She's been doing amazing stuff. She got podcasts. She got drops. She got so much, even, even some uh, some AI type of stuff we're going to be talking about. I'm like very oh, excited. Oh, I think that was a little, little hush alpha was supposed to be. But yeah, we, we can get into that maybe later. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, super excited to have her back. She's one of our favorites, uh, you know, definitely an OG artist in the space. And I just love how she like just keeps her head down and grinds and just keeps sure. like putting stuff out. You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah, love, man. love, love that. And she, she's always in. The, she's, she's everywhere. Like she's always in spaces. She's in our spaces. She was there for my, like my birthday. That was awesome. That was really cool. Like it was just she's everywhere. Let's, let's bring her in, dude. Let's bring in Do Paris. It. Paris, welcome back to Ordinal Revolution. Your second appearance. Yo, what's up, guys? Thank you for having me. It's 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 fun. I'm excited. I was just watching the first episode, and it just brought me back to the bear days of ordinals which you know for some people they don't love i loved it because i made some really good friends so yep, yep. and it was a lot cheaper to inscribe back then too right Single digits. <laughs> yeah yeah shizzy and i talk about the bear days uh and it, it's it's really wild because like whenever things started getting uh you know uh, really bullish again in december um he actually he i was like man why, why don't you seem happy and he's like I miss the good old days. And I was like, this is, you know, this is be the good old days. Like right now, like whatever. <laughs> and he was like, no, like, you know, where like, we, we weren't like so worried about like, what, what are we going to, you know, how much profit we're going to make on this and that. And like, we were just connecting with community and it really kind of struck a chord with me. Cause I was like, he's right. You know, because that's the reason why we have relationships with, you know, artists like yourself and stuff is those times, you know, we were all grinding it out hard and, and we all grew together. So. Really appreciate. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's just it just shows true conviction, y'all. Like you know, when it comes down to the space, and uh, it's funny you guys say that because I just finished um, my earlier space with the community, and I, I play a song um, every every at the end of it. It's called Macklemore, the good old days, and uh -huh. I and I play it because you know everyone's kind of like rushing through the space and trying to get to the next thing to the next thing. But then you'll look back and today was the good old day. So it's it's kind of funny that you mentioned that. I do that all the time. <laughs> That's perfect. That's really cool. Like they're definitely on the same page on the same page with that. Cause like in December and November, it was just stressful, right? It was just like we got we got we gotta talk about this, we gotta talk about that. And and back in like September, October, when, when we talked, it was very relaxed. There wasn't much to talk about. You know, we we yell about Casey for a little bit and then we get into <laughs> the art and stuff like that. But it was definitely it was definitely fun. But um since our, our last episode. What's what's been going on with you? Um, last time we kicked it off, you were just about to do your drop, and we we're we we're, we're very excited uh, to hear all about how that was. 
Yeah, so it's crazy. Our last conversation, I was just in the middle of releasing my 30-piece mini Julio collection, and I did that very differently. Um, and you guys, I guess, know I do things super different, like you said, Yagobi. I put my head down. I try to connect with a lot of people as much as possible, and I'm really happy that I was there for your birthday, Shizzy. You know, when it comes down to, like, being present, I mean, when there's – the marketing craze happening, I think it's it's better for people to understand people who put in the work every day and to see that. So that's why I try to do my best. Um, but yeah, since since the um, since the last time we spoke, it was many Ornal Julios. I released each phase, the white, the cream, the blue, the graphite, and the Bitcoin orange. Um, since then, there's so much has happened. Um, I think we also spoke about me reinscribing the book. Um, so that's still there. That has yet to be launched. Um, that's going to be planned for after, um, in probably in March for the first edition. And um, I did a free airdrop for my collectors in in November. Um, I use a Fomoji's uh, Sand and Vanix Degenerate Ord. Uh, I was actually one of the first users because <laughs> for I mean, I'm not techno whatsoever. So when anyone ever creates a tool that makes things easy, I'm the first on it. So um, I tried recursion on my own for the first time using Generate Ord and airdropped um, Julio's Balloon Adventure. There's about 92 pieces on secondary right now, which... I think there's only like four to five listings, which I'm so grateful for because a lot of the pieces that my collectors hold, they diamond hand. So especially even if it's free. Um, so um, that happened in November. And then um, in December, um, as you guys know, Parent Child came out and I was so excited. It was and I've been, I was planning with uh, Sanjin Vanek since uh, October of, of that year to do, um, to release my 100 one of ones. So um, this can be a little confusing, but um, I wanted to kind of make it as simple as possible. Super Verified Collection is um, the parent child collection that I'm releasing. So it's a two part series. The first part was 100 one of ones. Um, that was released in December, um, and it was released on Christmas Eve. <laughs> that was a story. <laughs> I, I was like, I, the story goes is that I was like, Vanix, I, I can't wait any longer. I, I can't, the fees went down to 80. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. We were budgeting for like 10 <laughs> and I was like, it's fine. I, I shipped him half a Bitcoin. <laughs> to inscribe 100 one of ones. Um, it is 2,301 kilobytes in size as a collection. <laughs> and, Whoa. right, and um, each piece is 23 kilobytes, 900 by 900 resolution, um, block nine, uh, my first parent-child piece of the collection came out and um, the way that I did that was kind of unique in some ways. Um, so P 
people and I did it stealthy. So it's not, it wasn't really like, Hey, I went to every influencer or friends that I knew <laughs> and believe me, you guys, you guys would have been the first cause y'all are really good friends of mine. <laughs> it was Appreciate in that. between Christmas and new year's. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to release these pieces. Um, it's going to be pre-sale. The art is out there. Anyone who wants to buy it can kind of jump in. People bought it. They inputted four of their favorites. And we did a raffle system of whoever got one to 100. And they each person who had like number two, they get to choose the second, third, fourth. So everyone got to choose their favorite Julios in some ways. And I airdropped it the first week of, uh, of January. So that's that's been uh, my year as a as a nutshell of 2023. And these these are these are the ones, right? The verified, right? Yes. These these are so amazing. These, these, yeah. You had to spend at least a day, two days on each one, right? Three months. I did oh this. Um, so the collection that I, I'm launching right now, even in December, I spent June up until September creating this. Every single day when we were talking on the podcast, I, this was already in the works. It was the plan. Once Danny from On Chain Monkey was like, hey, this is parent child. I was like, you know what? The Julio that was inscribed on February 24th, um, 2023, inscri inscription 169,603, I believe. Nice. He's the parent to all these children. And when it came out, I was like, all right, this is it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to launch the collection, the IP ordinal brand. And I'm going to spend months creating it. <laughs> so that's what I did. That's so great. I mean, like you're hitting every like nostalgic uh, cartoon uh, connection with me in the 90s. And uh, I mean, you just did really a great job with that. Um, and I think that like people are going to really feel that. Um, well, I guess people my age, maybe, but still it's like, but then you also went into like the early 2000s with the Rugrats, right? Yeah. So you, you, I, I see what you did there. You like covered like, you know, okay, I got a little bit of this generation and definitely got a little bit um, younger. So that's I mean, cool too. Way and way you have back the too. Yeah, and you have the classics there, but the Animaniacs and stuff like that, that's oh, what yeah. really hits me. Right. Um, and so uh, I love it. Um, so so there's one parent um, and then these are all children to that parent. Um, and but so I, I've never listed a child uh, inscription. When you list a child inscription, let's say on secondary, someone can just buy that child inscription and that's all they hold. Right. They don't have to hold a parent to that. Right. They just can hold the, the, the child. OK. So the way that it works is it's kind of crazy is that the artists, it's, they're able to hold a parent inscription. So it's huge on-chain provenance in some ways where, um, you know, and you kind of compare it to in real life pieces. It's like you, you, you have a signature of an artist that, oh, yeah, you yeah. can prove that's from Picasso, for example. Um, and... Um, there's so many different ways, but the way that I think about it is that I hold a parent and on chain, you go into ordinals.com and it says the children and everything that's um, inscribed. 
And um, it also has unique metadata, just so you guys know. So you go on secondary, it says Mickey Julio. So yeah. it's, it's named, it has a name to it. Yeah. So um, yeah, so you can just, it's basically its own inscription, very own. But the only difference is that you go down the on-chain history, you know that, you know, there's a lot of talk about indexing. So if you hold one, you know exactly if it's part of the collection or it's not. <laughs> so, You know what would be really cool is if there was like a mechanism for a parent-child to where like, if it's a part of that parent collection, then like you have like one signature or something in the bottom right or something that like you can add that feature on there. I, I feel like that's going to come just because like evolution of, of where we are. But man, mm -hmm. I just love the whole provenance thing because, you know, that was a problem in the beginning days of ordinals. You know, it's like, OK, these I see all these frogs out here, but how can I really determine other than this? Well, let's be honest, kind of centralized indexing. Right. Like at that time. Um, if it's actually in the frog collection or not, but parent child solves that. And I think I want to see more collections use that. 100%. I think I definitely think that um, from the recent collections that have been uh, launched, I think um, a lot of the artists really understand the provenance. And, and the great thing is, is that there are a lot of the OGs in the space who are um, kind of guiding them and, and letting them know that that's what makes ordinals different. You know, yeah, we do say it's on chain and there's a lot of like um, conversations and controversy as to like, okay, well, you know, IPFS versus on chain, but you really can't debate whether like with parent child, you know, because <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a group, there's a flow chart to it. So, yeah. exactly. so with, with, with the parent being like this amazing number, you know, before frogs, right? Like right, right after no monkeys before frogs, I feel like it's like the, the perfect area. Um, are, are you planning to potentially burn that one day to close the collection? So that's a really good question. And I think that we will need a third episode to answer that question. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. If, you, if you burn it, though, then the, you lose the provenance, right? Well, it's locked. It locks the collection. I don't know if it loses okay. the provenance. You just can't. Well, as as a creator, yeah, you can't add to it. You can't change anything and stuff like that. Because like recursive, like if you use recursion or reinscription, um, and you're a parent, you can technically change like the latest image of your children, I believe. Uh, and and but once you burn that, you can no longer do that, right? So mm -hmm. I think that's uh that's that's awesome. I'm, Paris, I'm I'm actually I want to say I'm impressed, but I'm. Not because I expect this from you now. After like <laughs> seriously, like the, the fact that like the fact that like you uh you know ever since we interviewed interviewed you the first time, got to know you, you just dig into these and and I, I think that you utilize your friendships like you're they're all true friendships, but you utilize them and they you know you guys help each other and stuff and you learn and that's awesome. So that's what I'm seeing here. Thank you, yeah. I appreciate that. You know, I, and honestly, um, a lot of the the things that you're seeing on um on super verified collection that one of one's a parent child i honestly just create the art the the devs are so talented so i can't express enough how like thankful i am with sanj and vanix from the famoji team they're so great i literally was like hey vanix on christmas eve let's inscribe he he stepped away from christmas eve dinner 
<laughs> and inscribe my stuff. And I was like, thank you. This is the best Christmas present ever. <laughs> and I mean, at the, and also what people don't understand too is that um, when it comes down to the cost, like for example, when you inscribe just a simple description, it's the mean pool rate. But because parent child is so new, it's three to four times the main pool rate. So let's say if the main pool rate right now, it's like $2 per inscription. It's for a parent child, it's about six to $8 per oh, inscription. Wow. So it definitely is not cheap to do a parent child collection, but it's, it's an investment and also shows conviction over the things that you're building. So I appreciate that, Gobi. Yeah, Gobi. I, I definitely have been a lot more thoughtful and super patient with the tech it's been it's been a journey with the progression and it still is I, I i honestly had to figure out um satchel from setting.io the first oh, yeah. of uh of january and i was like okay i could figure out airdrops no big deal i got this so that's how i airdropped the 100 ones. <laughs> nice. that's awesome it's really cool so uh last time we talked to you you had this cookbook and um the pre-show we're talking about that it hasn't been released yet right and then you, you're actually going to start uh going to release it soon could you talk about that a little bit yeah so um the the point is is that um the ethos of super holy world as I've, I've i told you guys is to release um children's books specifically um about bitcoin and bitcoin's history so um once super verified um is minted out um which you know we're minting uh, february 24th the 2000 right the 2000 collection um once i have it i've nurtured a community we're releasing these books um and and i'm dropping alpha here because this is the first book that I'm, I'm releasing um in uh end of march and um it i did it actually on generate ord as a recursive so the editions it's 120 recursive pieces all numbered and each piece gets a physical first edition and the right. alpha here is that i've been playing around with ar so it will have an uh, augmented oh. reality piece to the physical book <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so so any any headset that offers ar is, is kind of your idea here or specifically you guys are focusing on like the the apple headset or you kind of don't know yet um, so no, we uh, so I've uh, I've been speaking to a really good friend of mine. Her name is Eka. She's an amazing artist. She's also a counterfeit cult artist. Oh wow! And she has it. Shout out. You know, it's totally. She's <laughs> she's the, she's the reason why I found out about this app. But she uses um, AR as well for her art. She's layers to her pieces for people who don't know. Um, but she, I was like, hey, I saw her piece and I was like, I love the AR aspect and the experience that you have with your collectors. What do you use? And she was like, well, I use Artvive. So it's A-R-T-V-I-V-E app. It's an iPhone app where all you have to do is hover over the art and whatever you inscribe and more so um, on an animation scale for me will pop up. So the, the physical book will, so you take your phone and you hover over it and you can actually interact with the animations that's part of the book. So it's super easy. Um, the so the the journey for the cookbook is uh you get an ordinal that is time stamped and has a number to um 
to a piece. And then in addition to that, you get the first edition like cookbook with the AR part of it. So um, that's going to be launching in March. And then um, I have a Bitcoin habiting book that's going to be coming up in April. For kids? Right. For kids, yeah. Oh, I'm going to give it to my son. That's amazing. That's you, awesome. should get, you should get two of each. Because then like, <laughs> no, it's like one, one's like, that's the collectible in me, right? Like one's yeah. going to be like your collectible. You don't, you keep that pristine. Because <laughs> yep, your, yep. your, your kids are going to like go through it and stuff. But like you can keep the collectible side, so. No, yeah, totally. It's going to it's going to be crazy cuz I'm working with um I don't want to mention the the group yet cuz I don't I haven't gotten okay. permission, no but I do have a Bitcoin mining consultant that's helping me with it. Uh-oh. Yeah, so it's um going to be fun um releasing it in April, so that's kind of the next journey and then um an NFT event in New York. So that's kind right. of the the progression of everything so far. So it's the yeah. one-year anniversary of Julio on February 24th, releasing okay. the 2000 collection. I have the cookbook releasing in March. I have the Havening book releasing in April. And also an NFT event in New York. So I'm done by April. I'm like, I don't even know what to do <laughs> after that. I mean, let's let's see what happens after that. <laughs> you need to take a nice vacation after that, if it seems like. But that seems really cool. You're going to be in, in New York. I'm like an hour and a half away. I might take the ride up there for what is that, NFT NYC, NFT. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah when is that? Know, yeah. Beginning of April. Okay. You're going to come and up, Yago? Like, you know, maybe now because like I was waiting on you know that thing I was talking about with my mom. Yeah, so now that that's gone through, I don't have to be on standby. So, um, yeah, I mean, we have like East Denver coming up, and then like that event, and then Bitcoin conference. Like, I feel like it's gonna be like a busy, busy uh, uh, spring heading into the summer. So, yeah, there's there's yeah. Nashville too. There's that. Yeah, that's why the Bitcoin are you, conference. Are you, are you yeah. doing Nashville? Oh my God. So I'm doing, so I'm doing the San Fran event this weekend with Cypherpunks. We can kind of go into that, but I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm doing East Denver. There's NFT LA, which is in March, NFT New York and Nashville. So that's Goodness. five. I'm, I'm done. No more. <laughs> She's on tour. She's on tour. <laughs> but that, but that's you do, though, right? Like yeah. that, you're doing it so smart. I feel like you just know what to do. Like I feel like you don't like you're just not questioning yourself. You're like, I just got to do all this. That's stuff what I was talking about like, with her. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, she just she she has like her head down. She she has her plan and she's going to follow through because it's like she has conviction with, you know, I have my plan. I just follow through with it and things will work out. And it seems like that's what's happening. And I love it. And I feel like your super verified Julio collection could definitely transition into like the Funko Pops. Like, can't you see that? Like, yeah. man, it look, I, I feel like they are Funko Pops. Um, but man, that's awesome. The only well, thing they, is you got to add, you got to add a, a Whataburger one because I'm from Texas <laughs> and, and you got the in and out one, but you got to add a Whataburger one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, here's the alpha. Speaking of that, is that the hundred one of ones? Those are the foundations of the toys. I told the committee about it already, oh, and I've been very transparent that one hundred, like uh, when it comes down to creating the prototypes, these the one of ones will be the only ones I'll be using. Um, because for people, for I mean, you go, you're you're a collector, so you know, like yeah. pause and um, yep. the, the parody art that Brian Donnelly like uses with like he has Kimson, right? So yeah. it's it's 
and, and a lot of people are like, oh, aren't you worried about the copyright? I'm like, if you use parody art, which yeah. I have, you can. So that's kind of what I've been <clears throat> doing. So the yeah. 100 pieces, um, I'm curating in a way where those are the only pieces in the collection that I'm going to be creating, releasing um, the toys from. And then whoever, the, ho the holders, the collectors, the long-term collectors will definitely have their own benefits. And um, the reason why I'm releasing the 2000 is that I'm curating a story called uh, Satoshi Street. So, <laughs> so you guys have been seeing like verbiage of like, oh, Julio's on Satoshi. Satoshi Street is where Julio lives, right? So here's the story of it, right? So for everyone who understands Satoshi is that, especially with reinscription, you can kind of build upon a Satoshi. So. I thought about it in a way where like, okay, let me do a play on words where you use a Satoshi as a way, as a, like a building to create from the ground up. And each Satoshi has a meaning to it. Like for example, the, the original IP, the 169,603 inscription, that holds all the IP of Julio. So it has the XI version, the verified I version has the logo. It also has all seven bodies of, the uh, 2000 collection, which is uh, four different colors and three furry bodies. So I have made sure that that Satoshi has, it holds all of the IP. And then the cookbook, you guys know, has, yeah. the, <laughs> has the book IP on it. So that Satoshi I'm building upon too. And then um, the, uh, the the next Satoshi that I'm, you know, kind of building upon is like the toys aspect of things. So um, the 101 of ones, I'll build toys from there. And then the 2,423, whoever holds seven of all the um, Satoshi Street characters in some ways, right, um, has benefits to the toys. So it has kind of a progression of building Satoshi Street, but also has a play in words where people who have nostalgia in Sesame Street will understand that Sesame Street teaches you the building blocks of like letters and words. Satoshi Street will teach you the building blocks of Bitcoin. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so sure. cool. Yeah. yeah. I'd, love to see, I'd also love to see like an animated series. Of, of this would be awesome. I, I feel I feel like she's about to say, "Well, next year." Because like everything she's put out, I'm like stretching the limits. I'm like, I want to see animated series next. I want to see a movie. Put out a full, you know, fledged feature. No, just kidding. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's I, I love it. Um, yeah, just everything that you've dropped is awesome. You know, uh, especially yeah. I really like the super verified uh, art and just the different. Um, characters there 100 thank you yeah it's it's definitely a um a passion project you know where it's i mean a lot of nostalgia came behind it um but also the gamified aspect of it is going to be fun where you know um you know i did tell you guys it's going to be on rare sats so um, the collector in me is going to be like okay what sat is it on right and i'm like yeah. Is it or is he like I want this? I want this piece, but like, is it on an uncommon? It's one of those things where you go in the marketplace and you're torn in a way where it's like, sh what should I grab? 
Um, and that's that's how I'm kind of launching the 2,423, where you're when you when it's minted and people get their pieces, they're gonna be looking at their collection piece, and they're like, okay, well, I love the art, but it's on a pizza set. So maybe if I go into the marketplace and I see another piece that's on an uncommon, does it look better? Or do you love the piece because it's on a pizza? So I'm gamifying it in a way where it's going to be on an uncommon, black uncommon, block 9450, block 78, um, pizza, Nakamoto's, and some unique name sets. I won't like, I won't drop that alpha yet, but like it's a unique name sets. And the point of it is to, I know we we all have some DGen inside of us. And I am, I'm, I know I'm an artist, but I also am part DGen. So there's going to be like trading. There's going to be massive trading. And like, it's, there's going to, Julio is going to go through a cycle, this poor Julio's. And <laughs> they're going to be in and out of the marketplace. So um, at the end of the day, I want people to have fun and look at their, their pieces and gauge what do they value most is it the art is it the rare sats or is it just bitcoin but either way yeah. they get value on yeah. three aspects <laughs> i mean this is right literally right down my alley because um i'm i was big i'm still big into sports cards right so um if you're doing it like that to where let's say that like you might have um i don't know two two uncommons of like specific ones right and then you have like four black uncommons because those are a little bit less value than regular uncommons so you're going to have less regular uncommons and then four black uncommons so like in the basketball card world that's kind of how it is like the rookie card you could have a black rookie card and that's like the highest valued one then you have a you know like a, a, a like a purple one but then you have like the regular base one that's just like there's nothing it's not numbered there's no special to it and that would be the and so I don't think anybody's done this yet in ordinals and it's really bringing that like uh sports card collectible collective collectors uh mindset and i think it would be huge i definitely would be trying to get in there and getting like the the rare ones so do and it that, and I'll, I'll be buying <laughs> and and that's the exciting piece right that's the exciting part because it's like i don't know what the market's going to tell me as of what trait they're going to value because i'm going to have different traits so is it are they going is the market gonna say hey because it's on an uncommon sat because the rare sat market says it's rare then that piece of art is going to be rare or will the community dictate it in a way where hey i know it's a rare sat but this trait hits i love this art and i love this outfit or this piece and and there has been time and time again where in different chains trait trait DAOs actually became more of a loud voice versus a certain a certain aspect so it's going to be really interesting to see is it the trait DAOs that actually um value the pieces more or is it the rare sat market that will dictate it i, so, I think it's gonna be rare sets i think it's gonna be rare sets coming from a collector's mindset my family's in collectability uh, collect collect collectibles can't talk right now but me personally, like, that's what I think. Now, the, the rare traits is all that NFTs had before Bitcoin came. And yeah. then after Bitcoin came, like, there's the rare, the reason why I say that is because rare stats give you another layer of actual value from the Satoshi, right? So if I was you, and I'm not, so you're going to probably, you're going to do it different than what I would do probably. But if I was you, 
I would, what I want really is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I would probably do like, you know, um, like I said, two, two uncommons of like your special ones, but each of them, and then like four black uncommons of like selected ones. And people, you'll start to see people want to snatch up those uncommons. And then like the, the pizza ones will be a little bit less. Now, the rare traits and stuff, they might hit still and people, but they'll, they'll go for the money and collectibles. Yeah. I'm just telling you that they, they will for collectibles, but that's me. <laughs> no, and I, I totally get that. And that's for, for people. And, and that's an interesting concept that you say that because we're for the ordinal ecosystem, we get it. Like, but for everyone, the ETH and soul people, they don't understand it yet. So that's one of the reasons why it's so interesting to see will, will the market uh, whether it be the ETH and Soul community who's kind of streaming into the ordinal market, will they kind of cure? Will they kind of curate the traits and create a trait now and elevate it, or the ordinal ecosystem is going to elevate it and be like, hey, no, 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 rare stats is it? It's going to be an interesting play because it's more so. There's a lot more people in the space these days, and I'm curious as to how the market will dictate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be I'm interesting. I'm actually on the other side of that. Like, I, I don't really care about the rare sats too much. It's not really my thing. But for me, I would love to get, you know, stuff that I really grew up with. Like, I, I don't care what it's on, you know, because that's just, I'm different. But I want the, I want the Charmander. I, I loved Pokemon when I was growing up. So that, that is fire. That is absolutely fire. So you I think have I think that it, on Uncommon. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want that like, too. <laughs> but. I think your collection just kind of like it, it's for all different people. Like I'm very min, min, minimalist. I don't collect anything. You know, I, I keep, I, I, I can, I can leave with five things and I'm good. And that's why I love ordinal so much. Cause everything's right on my phone. Right. There's no clutter. It's, it's like, so I, I just think that it, it, your, your collections really open up to many different people and not just one genre. So that's really awesome. I appreciate that. And see, that's, that's the, um, the gamified aspect of things. It's like, I just wonder, it's like, as an artist, you have to like disconnect as like what the market is going to do with your pieces. Once it's out there, it's out there. But um, the way that I did it, and I also wanted to touch base on, on this because I want to, this is an important piece too, is that um, a lot of the traits wasn't selected by me. <laughs> so I create a lot of the base traits, right? But once I minted out the one of one super verified Julio's in December, I made a community activity where a lot of the community holders of the one of ones, they were able to submit a lot of their nostalgia into the into the collection. Oh. So there's traits in there that actually, and it's not like, for example, and I can already, I already released one or two of it. Um, one of um, the mini Julio collectors, uh, he has a daughter, big fan of Olaf big fan of Frozen. So I created an Olaf jumper um, for his daughter. And um, another collector, his son loves cars. So I created a Lightning McQueen uh, jumper. My thought about it is that, you know, we all collect certain things um, in the ecosystem, which is fine, but there's never really an origin as to what happens and where did it come from. So the super one of the super verified one of one collectors have skin into the next collection in some ways because they were able to um, put in their suggestions and I only I took some not all I took some and um, another another person from um, 
Orzar, Najib, good friend. Nakib. Nakib, Nakib, yeah. Nakib. Yeah, he's been on yeah. the show twice. We love Nakib. I love him. He has two daughters, right? Um, one Arya, another um, okay, Arya and Leia, Leia, right? The reason why I know this is because I, he's a he's a holder, and he put um, he put yeah he was like, hey, it would be great if from Princess Leia from Star Wars or um, Game of Thrones Arya is part of the traits and i was like i made a jumper um house uh, house of stark <laughs> and and um leia jumper specifically for his daughter because what better else to, like to be a collector and be like hey that trait is somewhere on chain i suggested that and that came from me and you know what maybe people have sold their one-on-ones which is fine but at the end of the day it's part of the history of the community activity that Hey, you know what? I didn't create this. It was a community thing, and that's what Julio is about. So. Yep, and that's the best part about Ordinals. Like, it's like such a tight knit group, but it, it's growing every day. But I feel like the OGs now. You're you're making guys like Nakeeb now, like OG OG. Oh, he 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 had say in in the very first like Julio type of you know the what this is a verified collection. It's it's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited because it's like. It's one thing to be like, hey, um, that PFP is cool. But like, if like Nikiv sees someone rock a PFP that his daughter's jumper is on, it's like, oh crap, that actually means a lot to me. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs> For so, sure. And, and, and that's the big thing with Magic Eden where you can do offers now. So Nikiv can go in there like, I'm buying this thing. You know, it's like, even though it's not listed, you can still send an offer and you never know. You might get, oh, wow, I could really use that Bitcoin, you know? So that's 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 amazing. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's a fun experience. Man, it's, it's so much fun, like, creating here on Ordinals. There's so many different ways to create. Like, you can create your art, but there's just, like, layers and layers of it. So I'm just having fun with everything. <laughs> That, that's awesome because i was going to ask you a question you know being an artist in the space isn't always the easiest because i feel like you know i mean crypto in general um it's so focused on you know how to monetize things and um i love the bitcoin art community because like that isn't y'all's focus for the most part right you might have a couple people that are trying like really hard for to monetize but um you can tell like for the most part the artists are really putting their blood sweat and tears into their stuff now um it, it seems like a lot of times the art community will, the, the art will get kind of looked over because everybody's degening right and when they don't see like returns then they're kind of like oh but there's great pieces you know how do you stay motivated um whenever it might not be as you know it, it might be slower in the art sector of bitcoin how do you stay motivated? Because you're definitely someone that does. Man, it's I've had my days. I honestly have. It's been one of those things where it's like you you don't know where it's leading you, but you know that you have conviction over what you're creating. And sometimes for most, you know, you're just experimenting at certain times, which is fine. But when you when you find something special, like a story, for example, that you want to share to the world, and I've and I've, I've spoken to a lot of my artist friends, it's like a lot of them just wants to share their story, and they want to share something permanent um, for the future. It's not really for now; it's more so in the next five to ten years, and that's how I kind of see it. Where, you know, 
with Ethan Solana, and I know we spoke about this before, they have the, their own functionality in their own right. But if you want to try to really curate a legacy for yourself as an artist, a founder, or someone who's developing tech, this is the place to be. And, you know, I think when you get it, when you see the price it takes to um, inscribe anything. And, you know, I know Knox just mentioned this. He's like, he was like low fees for the past two months. I, yeah. I inscribed 0.5 Bitcoin just because you do it. You just do it because you get it. It's, it's one of those things where you look at a space and you're like, this is where I'm leaving my legacy. And that's where I'm at, where I'm like, okay, well, I say this all the time and I still say, and I, I will stand by this is that Julio, Jul I'm not the focus of this story. The focus here is Julio. Like for people who know Mickey and Spider-Man and for people who love these characters, they don't always talk about Stan Lee or Walt Disney or anyone who's cur curated. They create, they talk about, you know, the piece that they've created and the life of its own that it's, you know, kind of um, brought up from, from ground one. So I see Julio living on ordinals and my purpose here is to tell his story and for Bitcoin to have a story within him. And in my hopes that in five to 10 years, it's gonna be a story that kids will know. And that's how I kind of stay motivated. It's like, you kind of have to look at the space and ask yourself, well, is this where you're gonna be putting your legacy? If so, then, you know, this is a reason why some people are dropping five grand, 10 grand, 15, like I say half a Bitcoin, but let's be honest, when I inscribed this, this piece, 101 of ones, it costs at the time $22,000 to inscribe. Ooh. That's a bet on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're, you're, you're not building for like just this generation, right? You're building, Julio is going to live past you. It's going to live beyond you. And I think that that seems to be your, your goal here. And, you know, it be on ordinals and on Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin's going to be around, you know, there's going to be a thousand years from now. Some kid's going to go to the store and buy milk with potentially a Julio on that Satoshi, right? So it's like, it, it's, it's. You know, even if like ordinals doesn't last those thousand years, that Satoshi probably will. And you're building something that that's potentially going to last forever. And I think that's amazing. Thank you. And that's kind of the hope, right? Where you have like we were in the space building all the time. And the hope for me is that there is some emotional connection to the creation that I'm I'm building on ordinals where it's not solely about the tech. It's not solely just about like Bitcoin, but it's like something that you connect with, you have fun with, you know, you understand the story, you under you develop relationships, and then you kind of like the the core of the Web3 culture with the added value of it living forever, I think is like super dope. So that's kind of my thing. Awesome. <laughs> uh so um thanks for talking about you started this really cool thing, uh spaces. Um, it's like I, I tuned in for two of them. I, I missed a few. But um, can you, can you, can you kind of explain what that is and um, what, what time of day and what day you guys you do them on? Yeah. So um, I, I created so for I created my Ordinals radio. We're on episode uh, seven now, Monday and Thursdays every 12 o'clock. Um, and actually, just this, this afternoon, I had been on um, space. We were talking about bass artists and like his current artist brick that's releasing pieces but um 
the reason for Ordinal Radio is one, I wanted people to understand who I am. I'm, I say I'm the, I'm the sous chef to Julio. So it's important to people understand that this is who's behind Julio and who's curating it. Um, but also to give a platform for people like me. Um, I'm, I've had a hard time being on spaces for the past year. And I, my New Year's resolution was to be on more spaces. So what else? <laughs> what else to better do it but to start your own space, invite some people, have a conversation, and uh, share some really cool tech, right? So um, that's what I'm doing um, outside of, you know, I know everyone has like a platform these days in, in some way, in some ways or forms, and most of them are influencers. I wanted to kind of give a platform for just the people who've been here since day one. And it's been building and it's recorded. It gives people the ability to, you know, say what they're building right now and then kind of go back to in history and like, kind of like you guys in some ways, y'all started it all. It's like you get to return to the episode and be like, hey, this is what I did, which is absolutely amazing. But more so, it's a way for the Julio collectors to discover new artists. Um, and um, understand the story behind it. Because the Julio community, I do want to curate a community based on col collectors. So the spaces gives that you know environment that it's not necessarily a flipping type of project. It's a project where you hold, you understand the story, you understand the story of the artist, and then you, you make a decision as to are you going to be collecting it or, or not for long term? So it starts with the founder as to how you curate the culture. And that's what I'm essentially doing. So that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like spaces, spaces are, are definitely a great avenue. Um, and I'm glad that you're doing that because we need more and more of that. You know what I mean? So that's awesome. Yeah. So in, in terms of, um, I, I wanted to ask you, like, because it seems like you got a lot going on with Julio, right? Julio takes up a lot of your time. <laughs> He's like jealous of your time, Eric. He doesn't <laughs> let anybody else get you. No, but um, it, you know, what has been your perception of the evolution of the space, right? Because you've been here for a while. Um, we went through like the time where you know, let's be honest, like we had uh, some Solana jumpers and. Uh, even Ethereum people jump on through during the summer and kind of grift a bit, not just them. And I don't want to label all of them because they're not all like that, but we did go through that. And then we went through like a slow period and then now it just, it got bullish. And then, so do you feel like it, we've grown in a healthy way um, from your ob observation um, or like, what, how do you see it? It's a good question. And I'm going to try to word this very carefully. <laughs> Um, I think there's a cycle. Um, there's definitely an innovation cycle that we all kind of go through where in anything you do, whether it be like, you, just, you know, you look at the, the history of computers, cell phones, there's the um, deniers, the futters, right, in the first kind of phase. And then there's the initial development of like people are like pioneering it. And then there's like the upright curve of like kind of like the masses. I feel like we're kind of like in the up curve right now where people are like curious as to what it is. Um, so 
a lot of the first year was experiment and um i can't I, I don't blame a lot of people that just came into the space you know they you know they tried something and you know that was cool then they went back to what they know it's kind of the i guess the nature of people they like to go back to their comfort zones right for the people who stayed for the year those are the ones that have a full picture of the value proposition of ordinals. And um, for those who have like dropped something and now are coming back, I'm happy that there's growth to the ecosystem. And I think it's here to stay for sure because the, the tech has developed, right? <laughs> I don't blame for people to not go, not stay last year because yeah. we didn't really have a marketplace that, that mature. The wallets were kind of okay. You know, the tools for artists were kind of there unless you know a really good dev, right? So now the tools have matured. So it gives people a little bit more, less anxiety to learn. And the more that the tools uh, mature and are easier to learn, the more creators and the more creators, the the more uh, growth that the space will have. I would have to say, though, I think that there needs to be, as of healthy, I don't know I would call that healthy just yet because it's just too too fast of a spike, but we are in Web3. Who am I to say it's too fast, right? <laughs> but I think there needs a space or a place that influencers do um, be mindful of the people who have been building here for the past year, because there is a conviction in, in the ordinal space. You know, um, the way I've been releasing the Super Verified, and it's it's a bit controversial, and I'm actually gonna talk to one of the, um, uh, well, he's, he's part of the whitelist group, not necessarily a collector, yes, but the way I'm releasing it is that the minis get a free Super Verified, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, there's a pre-sale section for the OG ordinal communities, and it's very different in price point depending on the whitelist. And, you know, that's a controversial piece. But the way that I see it, and I have true conviction, I mean, people are going to FUD no matter what, right? But I think that OG ordinal communities deserve to be highlighted because of the time that they put it. People dropped what they wanted in the ordinal ecosystem and left. But the people who stayed here co contributed, stayed to build, stayed to nurture a community should be acknowledged, but also rewarded. So um, I don't know if it's completely healthy. I think influencers need to do a better job on, on that end. But I'm, I'm happy to see the growth that, you know, new t with new people, new tech, more money, new tech. And that makes, you know, creators' lives a, a, lot, a lot easier. So... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's been fun though to see it. <laughs> so, is there is there anything you want to touch on that maybe we missed or anything like that? Uh, well, I guess um, the one thing that um, I'm doing this weekend is going to uh, so I'm part of Cypherpunk Labs, and um, are you a part of the team? Uh, just no. The, there's a uh, community community like the the group chat like so. The Cypherpunk Labs, they have like a group where I guess it's more so exclusive in some ways where, you know, you kind of know, um, like the, a lot of the builders and creators are there in some ways. So um, they are doing an event in San Fran this weekend. Um, it's the first 
ordinal gallery in the world partnered with Super Cheap, right? And um, Julio is going to be debuting at the Super Cheap Gallery. I submitted it yesterday. Um, so that's going to be fun. And um, I'll take some photos and put that a timeline this weekend, hopefully. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's those awesome. guys, that's a good, that's a good community to be in. Um, there's a lot of good, you know, just knowledgeable, very, very knowledgeable people in there. Um, but yeah, that, that should be fun. That should be fun. It's going to be a blast. I mean, for, for an artist like me that doesn't know the tech side, it's really nice to make good friends who's, who are as insanely smart, like the cypherpunk people. So, um, it should be, it should be a good time, but more so like it's a way to just spread the Julio gospel in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta spread that gospel. <laughs> <laughs> before we end this um please uh give us a rundown of all, all the dates one more time if you don't mind yeah so um i just want to focus on one day julio's anniversary which is coming up uh february 24th it's also for people who are kobe fans it's also mamba's day february hey. 24 2024 so julio mamba they can share both it's fine <laughs> so it's going to be on magic eden and we're we're launching um i don't want to make it early you know for eastern standard time it's going to be in the afternoon but for pacific standard time it's going to be at 9 a.m so i can i'll be able to jump on y'all's faces early in the morning and then go to, go to the mint so it'll be fine <laughs> that's amazing uh all right paris this is the kind of the time we, we like kind of give you the stage to talk to our community um for anything you missed out anything at all the stage is yours yeah um so thank you for having me i appreciate you guys i always appreciate ordinal's revolution she's yakobi appreciate y'all y'all are really good friends of mine I, i'm very thankful to be on this on this space uh one more time but also um i'm excited to have everyone on board in the julio community where julio is the main person um you know i wasn't gonna drop it but i'll drop a little bit i am curating uh -oh. an ai soul um, hey. for Julio, <laughs> but well, that's episode three once it's the kind of yes, uh, yes. matured, but it is, uh, it's going to be an exciting development in the discord after the mint. Um, and, uh, for people who don't know, once, once you mint a Julio, you'll get it in the discord because the soul itself is going to be hopefully launching the same day as the one year anniversary. So. I'm excited for everyone to come come join the Julio world and um, I'm always available as you guys know with any questions. So sounds great. So, Paris has been absolutely amazing. I can't wait for this to come out. We appreciate you so much and we'll see you in episode three. Awesome. Thank you. See you Paris. Appreciate it. Well, absolutely amazing. Just like the first one, it was, it was so much fun, man. Learning about Julio, learning about everything she's working on and she just doesn't stop, man. She's just, it's one thing after another. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, pure artist, you can tell, like, just from the, the soul, no pun intended, because yeah. you just talked about AI souls, right? Mm -hmm. By the way, I'm so excited about that, because I, I, I just think that can go so, there's no ceiling to it, I feel like. I but, mean, we were talking about, we talk about pre-episode, I let it slip yeah, in the beginning. I didn't want to talk about it, yeah, I was like, Chew. <laughs> but, you know, um, the thing is, is that um, you got to respect the, the grind, and you got to respect 100%. the passion, and um, it was like us, too, like, like, in the very beginning, like, we, we were like, man, we're working so hard. We got like 
500 600 follow uh subs and like we're like doing this three four times a week but like we didn't say like yeah we weren't like oh should we stop we never said that to each other and that's like paris's drive like even more so probably like she's just like constantly look i mean she's talking about these new in uh you know innovations and integrating them into like our projects and i mean way more than what we've done and yeah. other people like even in the space that our project founders dropping stuff so props to her i love her work ethic i work i love her passion and her style so i can't wait to see um this this drop come up 100 all right guys please hit that like hit the subscribe uh definitely check us out we're on apple we're on spotify you cannot watch you can definitely listen so check that out check out orderrevolution.com we got some of the best articles check out our merch orderrevolution.com the top right you can't miss it click that if you're going to eve denver if you're going to um nft nyc make sure you're wearing your ordinal gear we got everything you need there and we're adding more and more every single day so that's the show see you guys yeah and if if, if you want to hear if you want to hear uh what we shizzy and i are thinking then you can uh, join the membership uh youtube membership as well but um you know no pressure there it's really cheap 10 bucks a month or something and um you'll you'll be able to also join our youtube membership uh channel on discord and this is the last thing this is the message i want to put out there support the artists of bitcoin support them they are here every single day and and believe me ordinal revolution has interviewed a lot of them go to our past uh our past videos Go watch them. Get to learn them. Yeah. Uh, learn about them. I mean, they're they're a huge part uh, of the space. So I just want. Yeah, to I'm, a, that. I'm actually going to make a collection. I'm going to put all the artists in one collection, so you can kind of just go to the artist collection and kind of go through every single one. It's something I'm going to work on this weekend. So it'll probably be out as this video hits. But we'll see you next next time, guys. Peace. Ordinal revolution.